0: Salve, everybody. Jay here from The Show Show. No new episode this month. We will be back on the 1st of next month with our organically generated review of Mrs. Davis. In the meantime, we are reaching way back into the archives to bring you a blast from the past. All the way back to episode 2 of what would become The Show Show, ...from the quaint old days of February 2018. Fifty Shades Freed was number one at the box office, TikTok was a song by Kesha, and the world had never heard of a little show called Bluey. In this episode, we reviewed the first three series of the 2013 ITV2 sitcom Plebs, or at least some of us did, Plebs is generously referred to as a period piece. It revolves around a pair of roommates in ancient Rome along with their slave, Grumio. To paraphrase people much smarter than me... This podcast includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge the harmful impact, learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Live,
1: welcome to the TV show club podcast slash show review. I am Aaron. I am James. Eric, gotcha. Salve, and my name is Adam. There we go. We got the whole crew on. And uh, before we get rolling, we're going to be reviewing Plebs, a British comedy set in ancient Rome. But we, we decided we wanted to kind of talk about where we all are in our own personal TV preferences, whether it's a lot, a little, uh, nothing, or something interesting. So let's go around the table. Jay, uh, we call James Jay. So oh, yeah, yeah. Give, us, give us a rundown. Uh, so I actually, um, I've been watching a lot of
2: the classic 90s NBC show Frasier lately. Mm. Um, I've, I've found that it's uh, kind of the perfect show to, like, watch as you're falling asleep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because it's very, uh, it's very kind of quiet, soothing, all kind of just silly misunderstandings. And, like, the, the theme show is very, like, kind of jangly and dreamlike. So I've been enjoying that. I also found that there is a... Uh, Another show I used to watch back in the day called Gary Unmarried. I don't know if anybody has seen it. I have um, never
1: seen an episode, but I actually have run across it. So that's crazy.
2: Um, it's, it's a show that when it was on, I watched it and I loved it. And I think I was the only person who did. Uh, hence why it lasted one ter- uh, pretty okay season and then got canceled. But that's on Hulu. So if anybody out there is interested in kind of under the radar show, I would say Gary Unmarried, Jay Moore. Classic stuff. All right. So who's next? Adam, give us a rundown
3: uh of plebs
1: uh, no of what you're watching what are you what are some shows that you've been watching or interested uh, in or
3: watching too much t v uh I've been watching obviously plebs uh been watching let's see party down uh mm-hmm. upon which I realized after deciding that we were going to watch that next uh I've already seen most of it uh, and just forgot uh so what else?
1: You watched a bunch of Lucifer recently, really? Yeah, I did. I How did. was Lucifer?
3: Uh, surprisingly good. Surprisingly huh. good. The main character is charismatic, charismatic enough to be, uh, well, the devil. But uh, it has an interesting mythology. Very, uh, what, what's the word?
1: John Miltony.
3: Yeah, yeah. Paradise Losty. Interesting. So, if you're a fan of that kind of like, uh, mythological type of stuff, then you will. Dig Lucifer. Funny words to say. But uh, yeah, check that out. Um, What else? What else? No, that's that's
1: about it. That's about it. Very good. Well, what about you, Eric?
4: I've been watching uh, a lot of movies, actually, lately. Okay. um,
1: Anything that stands out?
4: Uh,. The Martian was actually really
1: good. Really? Martian hold on, hold on. Really good. The one with uh,
3: Mark Walber. <laughs> no. It's uh, Matt, Matt. Matt, 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 yeah. Matt
1: Damon. Matt
4: Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon. Actually, very good. Um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually endorsed it for uh, scientific accuracy.
1: I've, yeah, I've what? heard that that it's one of the most scientifically accurate Hollywood space movies that has been produced in the last...
4: And, and they years. did a really a good BAM job. Time. They did a really good job at not telephone boothing it. Like, telephone booth was just one static shot. Like You got bored halfway through just because the, the scenery never changed. But they did a really good job at having one isolated man as the main actor. Um.
3: Yeah. I I didn't know I, I remember telephone booth now and uh, awful Colin movie. Farrell. Colin
1: Farrell in a telephone booth. Uh,
4: not a not a horrible movie, but just the the premise of it. I mean
3: it was, it was suspenseful, like, but so many about times it. afterwards. You can't leave uh, you can't leave this phone call or you die.
4: Yeah, yeah. You can't leave this spaceship or you die. You can't leave this room or you die. And so like that's you can't really leave awesome.
3: this game or you die. Isn't that speed? Isn't that basically the premise? Of speed? <laughs> there's, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of or you die yeah. plotlines. So I mean, anyway,
4: so so leave Mars or you die. They did a good job at not not
1: making it too uh, too isolated.
3: This time they wanted him to
1: leave. Crazy. So uh, this the, the Martian. The way you described it just reminds me of one of my favorite sci-fi movies that doesn't get a lot of praise and doesn't get a lot of advertising. But Moon with Sam Rockwell is by far one of the best, like sci-fi you never movies. You never finished. We it. saw it in no, theaters we never... together. <laughs> we saw it in theaters together when I worked at AMC. I was like, "Hey, let's go see this movie." And me, uh, you, and like we
4: indie were movie release or something.
1: It was, uh, dude. The The Dirty Thirty had so many weird movies. We had Korean movies. You know, they weren't even in English. No subtitles.
4: The guy, the, the booth guy, was like, "Y'all really want to see the end?" And we all were like, "Nah." <laughs>
1: No, Moon's fantastic, but it's another movie where it's just—I mean, Sam Rockwell's like the only actor in the. You attack. know another awesome uh, sci-fi movie? Space Cowboys. Mm. What? Yep. Okay, so we're gonna ignore that comment. That's, that's the show. shit. This or sounds this like the ridiculous the Clint spy. Eastwood. Uh, and
2: uh, yes, Like yes, the old men. Yes. And they find like Russian nukes in space. Yeah. Like uh, and
4: then, then they Fair shoot
3: around the moon, Fair and right. they have to they leave. Uh,
1: I'm I'm 100 positive that this no. is the kind of movie that Adam watched with his parents, and that's why he thinks.
3: No, I went back and rewatched it. I
1: love Adam
4: and this movie. All
1: right, all right. So let me let me say what I think.
4: I'm no, almost done.
1: Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry,
4: sorry. I also watched uh, the Golden Circle about three times. Not because I loved it so much, just because I fell asleep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> is it? But, uh, oh, How can you good. say that? Golden it's
3: Circle's good. Kingsman's amazing. It's good. Kingsman's it is
4: very good. Kingsman is amazing. And then the TV show, just to bring it back to context of the show, I guess, I've been watching Angie Tribeca. Ugh, oh, really? So
3: mm-hmm. good. I have no idea what that
1: is. With uh, Rashida Anne, Jones. It's Anne from uh, Parks and Rec. And oh. she's a police officer, but it's like naked gun style naked gun, slapstick. Oh, yeah. yeah,
3: it is, okay. it is hardcore. Okay. I think I've seen you watching a couple episodes of that. Because I've seen her in a police officer role. And I've like, watched
1: like two episodes. I like both of them. But it was like in a situation where I wasn't watching the, the Andy Sanders? show. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
4: It's kind of the like best. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. One of the best. In uh, slapstick style
3: they should just add that character to Brooklyn Lot 99 cuz i think wouldn't she does fit. a great job it wouldn't fit her <laughs> character
1: <laughs> it's too ridiculous you since you've not seen
3: the show your opinion is i've seen fine. an episode with um. you I remember it. i've seen her in the no so, so anyways anyways
2: so uh, honestly, I've been going watching. back
3: to kingsman hold on, hold uh, on. no we're uh, not we're going back to
1: kingsman excited? yeah no we're not um, um, i'm about about my show? We're past that we're past that adam it's not a movie podcast no
3: that's why i want to move on to the whiskey version which i'm excited for Anyways, Wait,
2: so
4: we're gonna do a podcast. All right, we're all waiting for part three of Kingsman. All
3: right. So, anyways,
1: what I I haven't seen the second movie, so don't say anything, Adam. Um, I the shows that I've been watching, um, Ultra Carbon, the new Netflix sci fi show. I've been wanting to watch it. Really, that. really interesting. Um, it's got some really cool uh elements, sci fi elements, interesting like cognitive stuff, uh i would I would say that this is definitely trying to go the h b o route so it's like thirty percent violence and thirty percent nudity but so you're uh... <laughs> not just, uh, blade Runner no uh, well it's it's just one of those things where you're like now if it's a premium television, you have to expect tits so uh this one is is very nudity heavy but kind of like black mirror no it's not it's not like black mirror at all to me the the thing the, the premise is this is that everyone gets implanted with this thing called a stack. And your mind—not your brain, but your mind—is up downloaded to this. And so, like, if your body is murdered, killed, gets sick, or whatever, you can be re Your mind can be re sleeved into a new body. You're still you, but now the body is really just kind wow. of like a uh, uh, peripheral. It's it's just like a well, That sounds like
3: the plot line to uh, Surrogate with uh, Bruce uh, Willis.
1: So, understand the difference between plot lines and settings. Those are completely different concepts. But, um, the plot line yes. is actually a a guy who's been alive for 360 years supposedly locked himself in a room and, and made a suicide but he's, like, the richest person in the world and he doesn't believe he committed suicide. He has a thing called a needle upload where it, like, uploads his consciousness to like a place and reprints his body. You know, so... He he's still alive. He just doesn't remember the time. So he resurrects a terrorist from 250 years ago to investigate what happened to him. So that's the kind of premise of the show. That's that's the plot. But it well, is there
4: any voyeurism in the uh, or or uh, mishandling of the rebodying? Like oh yeah, someone, like, Paul... someone goes <laughs> c- commits a murder and then.
1: There was a girl who was rave. killed in a hit and run. There was a girl who was, girl who was killed in a hit and run. The law says that if she's murdered by, you know, conduct of someone criminally, that sh- the state would pay for a new body for her. But the state doesn't have a lot of money, so it just gives whatever bodies they have available. And so the six-year-old girl gets loaded into a 59-year-old woman's body oh, that sucks. And, and turned back over to the family. And the family's like, hey, this isn't cool. This is this is our daughter was six years old, and they're like, well, pay for an upgrade. You know? So it, it definitely has a lot of the capitalistic elements of our society and see how right. these things can kind of go crazy and, and weird. But really, really interesting show. Highly suggested. Um, other things I've been watching, I've been watching uh, a lot of like the CW, DC Universe shows like Flash, Archer, a Green Archer, Green Arrow, whatever his name is, not Archer. Um,
3: those are good. Those are fun. They're not. You heard there's like, a, a new Marvel show coming out called Inhumans, right?
1: I've heard that Marvel has had just a terrible track record with TV shows and I'm not really interested in any of them.
3: Fair enough. DC's definitely smashed TV shows while Marvel smashed movies. Yeah, Luke
1: a- Cage was not bad. Luke Cage uh, was not bad.
3: Uh,
1: it's uh, a good, it's a good basic show. Who was the female Marvel one right before Luke Cage? Mm. Jessica Jones. Jessica, yeah, stand Jessica uh, Jones. Yeah, I me watched- either. I watched two episodes and I was just like, "This is garb." I it's just it. boring. It was just
3: boring. And I really like the actress; like she oh. was
1: fantastic in Breaking Bad.
3: Have you guys heard of Ghosted? Yeah, yeah it's good. It's very good. I want to watch that. I want to watch good. that. I, I haven't uh, got to see any, but I am seeing some good shit about it. Yeah, we'll we'll put that on the list. All right,
4: and, and thing. Oh, oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry, last thing. Last thing I started watching just recently: Norm Macdonald, which is one of my favorite anti comics. Has a podcast TV show, the Norm Macdonald show, and I watched the first episode this weekend and I laugh my ass off. It's what's great about it is that number one, it's literally just Norm Macdonald, a dude, and then a guest <laughs> sitting in a room, and and the first guest they had was Super Dave, which is
3: the guy who plays Marty Funkhauser on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and there, Aaron, you're going, uh, you're going full robot. Oh. Well, is it is it still bad? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well hear someone take over for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so, so have it. you guys heard about Counterpart, negative. Okay, uh, so it's about this guy who's working at a spy agency, agency, who finds out uh, that his government or
4: oh yeah yeah yeah
3: are housing this uh like alternate dimension portal, and he gets kind of sucked through. And uh, it's supposed to be really good. It's got really good uh, reviews, but it's only on stars, so I'm not sure where I could like actually go watch that. But it looks it looks pretty good. I like alternate dimension shows because especially if they do it good. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw Fringe. <laughs> uh, that kind of fell off for me, but like at the start, it was pretty solid because it had mystery and intrigue. Um, plus, it was written. Uh, Produced by what's his name? Uh, Lost director of G. Lost. G. G. Yes, thank you. Uh, and like, I mean, you know, he's a good writer.
4: But uh, <laughs> an excellent writer. Yeah, that. But uh, no. But uh... I figured Aaron would be back in about five seconds. But speaking of ghosts, I'm trying to transition into actual plebs here, but uh, I don't want to. Move on without Aaron.
3: Okay, let's just mention another show then. Uh, Black Lightning, new DC show. Uh, it's just Black Lightning. (laughs) Black uh, Panther. Pretty good reviews. No, no, no. Uh, but I do want to see that. Do want to see Black Panther? I really loved his appearance in the uh the Marvel movies, and I'm excited for his own.
4: I just uh, I'm waiting to get triggered. I just want to watch Black Panther the entire way through to see if there's going to be any freaking political triggering.
2: Of course. Or, there
4: of course there or if I can just enjoy a good superhero show that happens to have a darker color skin than I do. It's going to be some freaking dear white people shit.
3: I mean, without going too far into politics, with the age we're in right now, you know there's going to be some... The thing, loved, the thing I loved,
4: the thing I loved, the show that had the biggest opportunity, the movie that had the biggest opportunity to go, dear white people, was uh, Get Out. Oh, that, it was so good. Get Out was so good. I was well, oh, that's waiting, the one where they. Uh... I was waiting to be apologetic for my whiteness the whole movie. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna feel really bad about.
2: Being white after this, testing, I'm not those people. Just to
3: be fucking me? crazy. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, we can hear there you. In your side. I had
1: a weird little thing there when I put my mic back in. It, I could hear you guys, but I couldn't talk.
3: Gotcha, oh, gotcha. Really. Uh, we're looking to transition into plebs now. Did you have yeah, to? I think, I think we're we're gonna get going. Speaking
4: of right. ghosts, did you know that there were ghosts back in the ancient days of ancient Rome? And speaking of Rome,
3: <laughs> uh, that was a that was an iffy segue, but. But, salve, gentlemen. Salve. Aaron, on my screen, I don't know if it it's for anybody else, but you are at first, then Eric, then James, and then me. So, why don't uh, we, do we have a, in that order?
1: Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give my rundown of what I thought about it. So, first of all, I, I absolutely love period pieces. Like Mad Men, like um, Downton Abbey... I know those are more serious, but this was fantastic because it was just plopped right down the middle of ancient Rome. Um, I I love that aspect of it. Number two, I love the trio buddy comedy style. Like three main characters that really are what the story is about. And then everything else is just kind of like ancillary to them. Um, That's that's kind of the format of IT crowd, black books. uh, And I think it really, really worked well here with plebs. All three characters, they were really unique in their own right. They had their own kind of wackiness. Um, And and it was also kind of interesting with, with, you know, Grumio being the slave. Like, we in America have been... Very bad connotations. But yeah, slavery is a bad thing. And And I'm not saying it is a good thing, but it's really interesting to see slavery as a normal thing in a society where it wasn't even, like, considered bad or good. It was just like, this is the way things are. And, you know, Grumio wasn't a very good slave uh, by, yes. <laughs> by any means, but he seemed more like a, a friend that just kind of, you know, hung out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Starlax. is ridiculous uh, situations that he got himself into all the time. Um, and then Marcus's whiny, you know, like he was like the quintessential whiny British nerd guy. That's how I felt like they, they fit him in there. And probably my favorite bit in the entire thing was the Waterboy Waterman. Uh, I
3: every every he time they definitely kept that going.
1: Every time that they fucking burned him on, Waterman. and he was relentless. <laughs> he was relentless. But every time that they would get him saying something ridiculous, and then all of a sudden the boss would walk in, that <laughs> yes. that was one of my favorite bits. <laughs> I look forward to it every episode because you knew it was coming
2: a mile away. Yeah, but it was going to be good. <laughs> And I especially love the one where they, they get the, the fire to replace the shredder, and then like the water man puts out the fire. <laughs> but they, they, they break up the joke where like they, they refer to him as water boy before it breaks out, and they fire him, and he leaves, but he comes back and puts out the fire, and his you know, heroic statement is "What a man.
3: I found it funny when they replaced him with the table. And she, <laughs> she trips on the table. <laughs> but fun, fun
2: facts about Waterman. He—if you guys have seen the other fantastic show, Fresh Meat—he uh, uh-huh. was one of the main writers for most of that show.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. that is a good one. I like that. You think he wrote in this one? Uh,
2: you know what? I did not look that up. Uh, but you know, if, if you're a if you're a funny person, you contribute. So I imagine he probably had a lot of hands in it. Oh, it yeah. Really was I was probably, probably one of
4: wrote his own lines for that then.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: I
2: bet.
3: Um, Adam, what did you think? What did I think? I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy the fact that it was a period piece. However, it was also relatable because, I mean, they. It, they it wasn't a series. a lot serious. of the problems that we would have in today's society and then just overlaid it with ancient Rome. Um, I don't think it was, like, accurate the problems they were having oh of course not (laughs) no uh you know i mean like it was still funny i mean it was was relatable relatable. and that's the biggest part about tv shows it has to be relatable to you as the the viewer well there's an appeal
4: there's an appeal that has to come with it
3: yeah
1: well i was gonna say like i think that number one the first episode is called orgy and so like (laughs) right off the bat they're dealing with like a big roman concept a real big roman like thing that people think about when they think of Rome. And so they, they definitely took Roman issues, but then like put them in a situation where if you were in it today, these are the things you would be like arguing with yourself about or dealing with. Um, which I, I completely agree. I love that aspect of the show. Yes. Yeah, I think the orgy is a great example
2: because the orgy, it really just turned out to be like a big party. That's yeah. like all it really mattered for the point of the plot and like have it trying to get into a big party at a big club like, while I may not have actually tried to do that before, uh, because I'm definitely a pleb myself, <laughs> uh, that's, that's absolutely something that you can
1: absolutely relate to. Uh, mm-hmm. And
2: that's Night one the of the things that made it a good show. Night
1: of the Rockspire waiting outside the club to get in. You know? Yeah, exactly. They had a I, lift, a bouncer, all that stuff.
3: I will say that I didn't like the character progression of Marcus. I thought he was, well, frankly, a pussy jackass. Uh, and he was cunning, and I don't know. I'm just I'm not a fan of those types of main characters. I get that it's he still was like, yeah, it, was a, it was a
4: Michael Sarah bit for sure.
3: Yeah, and it was yeah. just it, especially like a couple of his episodes got so cringy. Like the one where he was uh brought the old Legion guy to the <laughs> uh... oh to the workout. Yeah. yeah, that that got a little bit.
1: Oh wow. yeah. Mm. No, well, see, but that that's one of those things where it's. You're I mean, it's, it's pretty consistent that number one, he has no Aaron. stuff with Aaron, yeah,
4: Everybody. yeah, your robot again. Sorry, I don't know what we could do about that <sighs> headset or something. <clears throat> the The interesting thing about his character being the wimpy gimp that he was, it played into the show, but that that's to me where it kind of broke down. It just the the show at some point was like cringe on the on the stance of like these are the these are their baked in characters and it's not gonna change. Yeah. So you, you kind of get the that premise. Rules that all
3: character progression. What? That rules out all character progression. I that wish have that had moments because that's where he their stood up yeah. for himself.
1: Right, so hold on, hold on, real fast, point of order. Adam, if Eric's in the middle of saying something, let him finish it, then say it. Don't talk okay. it over him because that's just happened
3: twice now. Okay. Uh, you are still a robot. I have to deal with it. I don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> uh, but
2: uh, I know Eric didn't watch past the first season. But there's a the the episode at the end of the second season where uh, Marcus and spoiler alert ends up sleeping with both the blonde girl and her slave. You know, like the the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I thought that was a fantastic episode.
3: Yeah, uh, me too. especially
2: because they, they tied in the the race with it where it's like first he want you know they want to win the race but then he fucks both of them and he wants them to not to leave so he wants them to lose the race and i thought like the you need like the sniveling character to make the comedy for that kind of thing work because he needs to like be able to sort of play both sides and like have that comedy of like on the outside he has to look like he wants them to win but inside he wants them to lose like I, that makes sense
3: I agree. I just don't think it should have been the main character. Yeah, I it suppose. Well, it's
4: not the problem that it's the main character. I mean, it's just. I
3: mean, that was my issue with it. I mean, I don't like it when the sniveling character turns into the main character. Like, that could have easily been Waterman, or it could have been. Actually, I like Grimio too much for him to change. Uh, <laughs> it could have been Stylax, even. But, I mean, I don't know. They could have added a fourth. I think that's uh, kind of what you need in the show, though. was
4: the... Was the, um... S- the sly one.
3: He just... He turned into my least favorite character because of it. it. It provided a lot of plot points and interesting situations. But I just didn't like the character by the end of the show.
1: I don't think you're supposed to like Marcus. I think yeah, that exactly. that's the whole point. Is yeah. that he's not uh, a character redeemable character. character. So,
3: you think with,
1: he's on, oh, No, he's not anti hero. He's not an anti hero. He's just not a good person. Yeah. You know, and that, that's the kind of glimpse that you're seeing is that he's he puts on a show for everyone. He puts on a show for the Brit. He puts on a show for the Golf.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, he's uh,
4: who you don't want to be because he's going to be the person that just, I mean,
2: and
0: man of many faces.
4: Anyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In, in private, he's a real shit to Groomio.
2: Yeah. you. Yeah. Know? And th- they say the a real w- way to, to kind of. Uh, get a sense of a person is how they treat someone who's lower in status, and it doesn't get any lower in status than your own slave,
3: and he's a real mm-hmm. asshole, too. Yeah, like the day he took over being a boss? Yeah. Yeah, like he's like, I'm gonna do all these great things. One bad thing happens, he fires seven people.
2: <laughs> yeah, or the, the one where they get sick, and uh, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not gonna, I, I can't afford the medication for you, I'm just gonna do the vigil with the hot girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that also he was more interested in doing the vigil with the hot girl. Not that it was too expensive; it was just that was a better situation awesome. for yeah. him. Sure, but that by demonstrates how much of him. an asshole he is. Yeah, yeah, no, he. I mean, he definitely took Romeo as property. You know, it wasn't like I don't have to actually care for this person. Um, it was only whenever
3: medicine, ever... and then when he did the vigil.
1: Yeah. So, remember about not talking into people's conversation, Adam.
3: I thought this uh, was a conversation. Everyone does it. <laughs> this, well, this is like the third time you've done it. Like I'm in the middle well, of you now. have like really long paragraphs. You did to Eric twice, so it's not even me. Eric also has really long paragraphs. It was at the beginning of his sentence. Just just wait. You don't it's, have to well, talk Okay, it
1: it's, it's,
4: We're okay. All
1: right. So, anyways, continuing on. One of the things that I thought was great about it was that they actually made the Gauls the French. Like that was a really clever um, writing point. I don't know, Jay. Would you agree with that? Because the Gauls are—that's ancient France, right? Yeah. Like I don't know
2: if I—I I don't know if I'd say that was clever. That's just like insistence. Well, oh,
1: but they're right. not actually the French people. The Gauls were like a completely different. group. They were the people. forerunners.
2: Like the geographic area of Gaul is now modern France.
1: Yes, but they weren't like Frenchmen. That's not what they were.
2: Right. They didn't have that cultural identity yet.
1: So I, I, I like that aspect of it. I thought that was cool.
2: I um, thought the Gaulish girl was absolutely, fantastically beautiful. I don't know about else.
1: No, she was gorgeous.
2: We're Fun actually, fact about her, actress is actually German. Really? Yeah.
1: Hmm. It, they well, speak all the languages over there, don't
2: they? Yeah, it's crazy Like how uh, they're able to do a- languages, accents. Uh, it's It's very impressive.
1: We don't have that. We don't have that not,
2: not really, unfortunately. Uh, did, did anybody else get a sense that in the like kind of in the third season it kind of trailed off a little bit? Like it, it, it really hit its high notes in the first season and I was a little bit disappointed in the third.
1: The gall girlfriend was unnecessary. Like, I feel like that, that entire story arc kind of took away from what made the first season so good, in my opinion. Was just kind of all the constant struggles. It just became about how do I keep my girlfriend? And then Starlight and Grimmy are off having their adventures. And I agree, you know, Starlight's Starlight's was my favorite character, just because he got himself into so many absolutely ridiculous situations. Oh yeah. Um, you know, banging his cousin, and then not realizing <laughs> incest is a bad thing. <laughs> that uh, was so
2: funny. <laughs> that was
1: that was.
3: That was pretty funny.
2: Oh, yeah, the one where he gets the STD. Oh, we probably shouldn't do this
3: anymore. Okay, well, maybe one more time. <laughs> or uh, then his interaction. I love the memos. Oh,
1: my God. Whenever <laughs> he's trying to get people to come to the orgy, he's like, all right. Uh, I'd like to invite all the ladies to an orgy. Oh, that doesn't seem appropriate. Okay, how about this? Um, we're going to have a cake sale this Friday. <laughs> Second memo, cake sale's been canceled. Third memo: All those who are interested in the cake sale can come to the orgy. <laughs> uh, I just uh, that that like little glimpse into office life and misusing the memo. I yes. that, that
3: was pretty funny. It worked though; like it, you got people to show up to the orgy. So I mean, hey, <laughs> they got the boss to show up to the orgy. Yeah, she was she was dead. I could not peg her character because I thought she was you know like an office slut, but a cougar. She was a, a little yeah, oh she's a little, oh, little yeah. fire crotch cougar girl. I think I don't know, but like she wasn't really interested in the the main characters except for Starlex. So I like she was uh, like, Well, yeah, yeah a coo- a coo- she has
4: standards." Um, yeah, she's gonna have standards. She's gonna be mature. She's gonna know what she wants. That's what makes her so hot.
2: She's not
1: gonna mess around with a bunch of plebs. Like,
4: just milf on every definition.
1: We don't have like we have quote unquote classes in our society but it's not like a lot of ancient societies that have arisen you know like the hindus the caste system
3: you don't ever leave your caste.
1: You know, have, you have you been on a plane life lately? Life.
3: <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh and, my god eric uh, has a good point
4: so uh, yesterday everyone's getting off uh, it's like a five-hour flight everyone decides that they had to go to the bathroom and all the plebs decide, oh, I can't use the first-class bathroom. I know that they have two up there, but oh, boy, oh, me, I can't use that one. So there's a line of 20 people in the commoner bathroom in the back. Okay. it's like, guys, this isn't the Titanic. Go use the front bathroom. Anyway. Like, the airline class can't system stop
1: exists. you from using the bathroom. Exists. But, so, but the difference is that you can... They pay don't have into to. that class even if you can't necessarily afford it. Like, if you got upgraded to first class on your airplane and you didn't have any money or anything, you're in first class but you're not a higher class individual in our society. You could that's be a I noble
3: think. if you could get Bro, enough is, money back in the there's day. No, there's no such thing as nobles in our society. I no, realize that. but No, no royalty. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. is that The point you're making are, getting to that location is the same. It's just money. If you had money back in the day, you could become a noble. All it took was to own land. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Definitely old money. Well, and well new you money just had. said you just said yourself you could
4: pay to be in that class. Then all, but that doesn't make you that class.
1: I meant, I meant first class as in the airplane. Well, I
4: know I got you, but but in that statement you said you can pay to be that class, but that doesn't necessarily make you part of that class as a person
1: like, so a, like you, Beverly
4: identify. So you identify that there is a class system, and that just paying your way into first class doesn't make you necessarily a member of that class.
0: No, what I'm
1: saying is that that's you couldn't buy your way into first class in like in a Hindu society. If you're if you're like at the bottom caste, that's it for life. That you never get to leave that class. Doesn't matter if you have, if you create Amazon and make you know a shit ton of money, you're still at the bottom of the caste system. And so, that's what I was trying to get at, is, yeah, you could get a lot of money,
3: and in certain societies, you never get out of your class. Our society, we don't have class like that. It is more money-based. I agree I'm with you. I'm curious if that's isolated just to Hindus, though, because they believe in reincarnation. Because I don't know... No, there have whether...
1: been class systems all throughout. Yeah, but not
3: where you couldn't grow.
1: Because if don't you know, if if look at the United three. Kingdom... It
4: really tapered off at the end.
3: Yeah, it did. I mean, I agree that uh, the Goblet character, although beautiful and interesting, <laughs> was kind of unnecessary. And I'm curious if they added her just because they lost the other two girls. Whether they had another contract or you know their time was up, they were doing fantastic. Yeah, I like, they the I like that. They were doing fantastic. And they could have yeah. definitely had a lot of interesting situations after Marcus had screwed both of them.
4: I definitely was- liked the play on uh, Pretty Girl with a Slave and then... Main man with a slave. It was just the, the the way that they played that back and forth. It was really well because mm-hmm. like, her her slave had a lot of dignity. It was like you know I'm just here to help, not like be owned. But the other guy <laughs> was pretty much Grumio was essentially a dog. <laughs> What's this? That's
1: well, just General
3: Gray. <laughs> Did you get this out of the compost? <laughs> ben. <laughs> I love that episode. I love that episode.
1: I uh, I think uh, my favorite episode of the series was the Gladiator episode. I think that was, that was a good one. That was one of my favorite ones. That's where like, you really see Marcus being just a total douche. That's man. definitely Marcus at his worst. That's like you know when he gets the what was what was the term he says novel um, novel yeah, nobbled. yeah. It's like love you know well read <laughs> uh, and then and then the the British girl her. Not understanding that a gladiator is not theater. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This, it was, this is Sacral Life. That got me. I left. That, so yeah, that was just a strange moment right
4: there.
1: Oh, gosh. But, but the,
4: the sitcom, the, I mean, the, that's just what it leads up to. <laughs> so, so I felt like I saw all the sitcom out of it. Like, oh, it's a... Uh, What'd you call it, Aaron? A a time piece?
1: A period piece. Yeah.
4: A period piece. I, I get that. I I did like that whole window into that society, but I was over it in three episodes.
2: But I, uh, you, you're talking about the nobbling. I I loved the like the silly slang that kind of yeah. developed, like the the nobbling and. And now that I'm talking about it, I can't remember the other examples, but... No, there
3: was one. Oh, actually,
2: ghoulies!
3: Oh, I love when they were,
2: like, debating what ghoulies actually meant. Yeah. <laughs> <I loved> that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, I, also, I, think, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I love the the music. How it, it completely had nothing to do with Rome but it absolutely fit the, the tone of the, the show as a whole and as well as like the scenes. I thought the, the opening music was fantastic. Um, and it, this show did something that it also had in common with Party Down that I really like in that they they end every episode with playing the music over the last scene and then it cuts to the credits and continues to play the music. Um. Because it always like it, it, sort of lets you know it's like, hey, like the end is coming, but like there's a good joke coming. Yeah, um, and like, it's just,
1: just to the end. So just
2: yeah, it and it's just like I, I felt like I knew every time that I started to hear the like I came, I saw, I conquered. I was like, oh, this is gonna be funny. Um, and party down also does the same thing with its theme song, and like I, I think that's a mark of a good show
3: with good timing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there were a lot work. of well-timed jokes in this show.
1: So, okay, Eric, you didn't like the show. What would make the show better? What What is it that could change in the show that would make it more palatable?
4: Uh, I, I think, I, no, I think uh, Adam kind of hit it earlier. Just the, the type of show that it is locks the characters into their... Traits, and then you just see their traits put into situation A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. But they're going to respond every the same way every time. There was no real like character character progression where they, where maybe now, uh, uh, Stylark is uh, buffoon or something. I mean, they had their situations, but I don't know. I, I guess in that sense that's how we all are. We don't really progress and we perform the same the thing the same, but it just felt really repeated, like redundant by
2: episode four. I was just going to throw out here that I've, I've heard the, I have heard of, referred to as, uh, Starlax and Strylax. So well,
4: I've messed up. I've messed up. So uh... <laughs> his name
2: is Stylax. Uh, but I will admit that I thought his name was Copier. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought his name was Shredder at the beginning, like the villain from uh, Ninja Turtles, <laughs> uh, because that's what uh, that's what Flavia, the boss, keeps just referring to him as Shredder, and I, I didn't get that that was his job. I, I thought that he was his. He was just named Shredder. Yeah. Stylax, no, she's just being
4: inaudible. Eurysi. 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 Fry. Oh, his name is Fry? That's cool. Sure. I would now like to formally introduce Futurama as the next series that we watch in its entirety. <laughs> oh. Oh. <No>. oh,
2: wow.
4: <laughs> Your response pains me enough, so never mind.
3: I, 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 love I like Futurama. I don't <laughs> want to do a whole series on it. Let's oh yeah, and after that. that we can do that's all awesome. five hundred episodes of uh Doctor Who. Like that'll be <laughs> if you guys want I'll start recommending uh, some the Simpsons anime <laughs> Look, how about, how about the Simpsons. <laughs> let's let's just watch what's what's the Johnny
1: Depp vampire movie Jay?
2: Johnny Depp oh uh Dark Shadows?
1: Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows, that's, that's awful has something like 10,000 episodes or something like that. Let's watch that.
4: Johnny Death has 10,000 episodes or something? No, no, no. no, no. no. The, movie the old, is based old
1: on. soap opera that the sh- movie was based off of, like, apparently the first three seasons don't even have anything supernatural. The show is about to get canceled, and they, like, rewrote it,
3: and it, like, went on
1: for, like, 20 more years.
3: <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about episode length, let's just go watch Days of Our Lives. <sighs> Oh
1: God! I can
4: tell that you watch TV with your mom
3: or <laughs> grandma. <laughs> <laughs> grandma.
4: Well, I, I mean, just He's to be fair, I recognize <laughs> that because yeah, I had to sit there and watch it with my mom. Yep.
3: Too. Yep. You know, but you know the pain. I know, oh. I know Stefano and how he f-
4: keeps freaking coming back. How does Stefano not die? I don't know, All man. Right. No, the other show that we need to watch that I personally need to watch is Dallas, because everywhere I go, <laughs> everywhere I go, everyone's like, oh, Ewing, oh, and you're from Dallas. Oh, man, you know that show, Dallas? I'm like,
0: ugh. I can't, I can't say it. I have any idea what you're talking about. I never put that together. That's funny. Really? No.
4: Well, I, I'd almost appreciate it at this point.
0: <laughs> so
1: I grew up in Wiley, which is suburb of Plano between wiley and plano is the area where they filmed dallas south fork yeah. so if you want to just south go Park, out there and yeah. just see it we can just go out there and be like, oh yeah i've seen dallas
2: oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah,
4: yeah south fork ranch oh yeah
2: i had my prom at south fork ranch
4: <laughs> a,
1: lot of, a lot of people had their prom <laughs> see at the,
4: this just around to haunt me and i'm like oh i just need to watch the whole show so i can say oh who shot there's jr a,
1: there's a remake this is a remake of Dallas. They <laughs> yes. redid it like five years oh, like, ago. On like TNT? Yeah, yeah. It was like a TNT remake what? of
3: Dallas. Yeah. I a, Another show that we could kind of put on the docket. Uh, it's too long to watch all the seasons, but the first season definitely Blacklist. Don't know really? if you've seen that. Yeah. Blacklist, Blacklist. is good. I love James Spader. Oh, my God. All of his roles are so good. Also, if we're talking about James Spader, Boston Legal. At least the first season. Solid show. Sure.
4: Sure. Well, your ideas are heard and registered
2: (laughs) in the far back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I I probably judged it too harshly and too quickly, but I watched the the pilot of the Blacklist, and it felt like they were trying too hard to make it appeal to everyone. So it was like, it's an exciting spy show, but also she wants to have a baby with her boyfriend.
3: I was like, I just, I don't care.
2: I, don't I, wait. I, I just
1: found that it be, to be too trudgy. I, I, it was too trudgy for me.
3: I solely I watch got, it for
1: James Spader. I, got a I, I love James Spader. I, I got into the second season and there just was... It, it's an interesting formula but they even became too formulaic with their own formula. It was just like, oh, all right, here we go. Do it again. And yeah, James Spader is phenomenal. But I don't know how
3: he can save
1: the 75% uh, rest of the show. Yeah. That's, that, that was my
3: general problem. Because he gives 175% in every acting thing he does. Yeah, but well, that's it,
1: still it, 75% under 100% of the show. So, um...
4: Uh, what what is your opinion? When Adam started talking, he said, oh, because we're watching this one next, I already started watching it. So what is what are we watching next?
1: We, we had us in the chat party down, and everyone was like, cool uh um party downs on hulu it is a showtime original series right yes. i think that's what it originally aired it's got just a, a, a copious amount of comedians in it there it's got ben from partial right um what's the guy's real name uh, adam scott adam scott he's so funny mm-hmm. um it's got the girl from masters of sex isn't that her yeah, uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. Um, it's it's got a bunch of people that are really funny. Um,
2: Jane Lynch, Megan Mullally. Um, the who's the really guy? The, the that, oh, I don't know his name. He was in like Party of Five. Yeah, he's been a lot. Uh, but like the every episode they have also they also have fantastic guest stars. Like J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons is in a couple of them, and That's he's cool. hilarious because he's such an asshole. Yes, he is.
1: That's the guy who played um J. John Jameson, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the in the stupid farmers ads.
1: Yeah. We are farmers. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> okay, so overall, let's get let's give our ratings for oh, right? okay, Jay, ratings. is there anything about plebs that you would change? Is there anything Oof, that thing? I would change? To make it a better show. Is let's we we kinda talked about this with uh, with, um, uh horrible. Horrible. So, You know, uh, um,
2: um I didn't. Th- this is a little bit nitpicky, but I, I was very put off and annoyed by the transitions where it'd go, p l e b s, and then it would do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just might be a function of the way that it was produced and broadcast. Oh, uh, for I, commercials. Yeah, like I, I thought it was um, distracting. I didn't really like it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I I wouldn't kill off any of the characters. Um, I, I really liked it all. Maybe a little bit more of The Landlords, because I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, you know, great show. Loved it.
1: I I think the one thing that I would change is the Gallic Girlfriend, that should have been like a two-episode thing and then done. It should have been just kind of Marcus screwing it up and moving on. But I do agree with Adam and Eric on this. I would like to see progression, like some type of advancement in challenging these characters to become more than where they started. Um, You know, that's one of the things I love about Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys is a long-running sitcom. It's those personalities in certain situations But I don't think anyone who's watched the entire series can say that there hasn't been character development with characters. So so it's very possible to take someone who is not a super desirable person in a role and have them develop traits and stuff like that that are good or admirable or positive and still be funny and ridiculous at the same time. Um, May I have a moment to play devil's advocate
2: on that point? Sure, do it. Um, I would disagree and say that for a sitcom, the, it's actually better, if not best, that there is no growth and there is no change. And to, uh, to, I would offer up two shows as an example of this. Uh, a show with no growth that's great, Seinfeld. Uh, you know, the, the, the mantra of that show for the writers was no hugging, no changing. At the end of every episode, like they've all gotten themselves in these horrible situations, and they learn learned nothing, and it's great. Um, to, to contrast that, I would put up How I Met Your Mother, a show where the characters change dramatically due to their experiences, and it turned into an awful show.
1: Uh, but see, I loved How see, I Met Your is, Mother, and I even enjoyed like the disagree. last season, so cool. I, I would disagree with, with that assessment. I do like that the characters developed and progressed into well, their life.
4: It's almost, it's almost I, I mean, like just, to say, just to say for the format, it. I mean, it, it almost just helps that type of format to where you can just pick up any episode at any point in time and get a good sense of what the show is about.
1: Well, what about this? Can I, can I say this about Seinfeld? It's It's George that's the terrible human being, okay? Seinfeld has redeemable qualities. He's not the greatest but he does have redeemable qualities. I don't think we can point to any real redeemable qualities with George Costanza. So <laughs> I, I think that the problem here with Plebs is that Marcus is George. And he, he never not Seinfeld. He's not Seinfeld. Now, this, this is interesting because Curb Enthusiasm is by far one of my favorite shows of all time. And, oh, would you, Adam, from what you've been watching, would you say that, that Larry David progresses at all?
3: yes yes but not greatly it's definitely some minor and subtle changes but keep in mind that the show is also based very much on his real life well, I mean, so I mean if there wasn't change I would find it slightly disturbing
4: well maybe it's not the lack of progression maybe it's just the, the cloud they decide to stay on like, you know, there it's doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be, well, we're we're talking about how lack of progression is almost uh, symbiotic with the format of a sitcom in general. The whole point of a sitcom is for you just to kick back at 930 at night and throw on your favorite show, and then just turn your that's brain off.
3: Because a mm-hmm. uh, perfect example, uh, James just mentioned, I Met Your Mother, that's a sitcom and has all the progression in the world. Well, um, well, I'm, I'm thinking
4: like uh, Fresh Prince. Like I-, I could watch Fresh Prince and I'm always going to watch Will Smith in like a funny scenario that I want to see Will Smith react to. <laughs> but because I've figured out who the characters were in Plebs so fast, I don't want to sit there and watch out, watch what kind of situations they're going to respond to because I don't like the character. I think that's what it was. Well, I, This has been an interesting sidebar to talk about the Progression or what it exactly was that I didn't like about it, but uh, I think it was just in general I didn't like the characters, and then at that I didn't like watching their characters repeat themselves. Yeah, I I
1: like I I love Starlax. I love Groomy. I love uh, the landlord. Stylax. I'm
4: not going to say it any other way, but um, Starlax. It sounds like the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, guy.
1: I uh, Mar- Marcus Marcus I didn't like as a person, but I love the situations he got himself into.
2: Oh yeah, because he, he always the 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 awkward things that sh- you know came up to haunt him were always his own doing, and that's what mm-hmm. made it funny.
1: It's, it's all because of his, his you know, knifing aspect of his personality.
4: So, Aaron, what would you rate the show? What are we doing I- out of five out of ten?
1: We did, we, out out 10 out? 10 we did out of ten last time? Out of ten. Would you like to
2: hear your Orville ratings for a uh, for a benchmark? Yeah, you sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, so Aaron, Aaron scored the Orville as a seven 0. Okay. Um, we're
1: Okay.
4: Around seven. Um, let's see. Eric Wait, let's gave discuss it a six. That real quick. No, that's no, no.
2: not. Eric gave it a six. Adam gave it a six and a half, and I also gave it a six. Oh.
1: Okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give plebs out of ten. I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it a 7. I mean, it was an enjoyable sitcom. It was funny. It it caught my interest. It was creative. It wasn't just a basic sitcom. They could have done this entire show in Britain with no you know, ancient Rome or anything and gotten pretty close to the exact same show. So I thought that that creativity was good. So I, I'm going to go with a 7. Uh, I'm happy with that number. Alright, uh, Eric.
4: I would not call Rome creativity, but um... I'll give the show a four, maybe a three and a half, but I'll give it a four.
3: All right, Adam. Uh, I'm going to go with five and a half. The, the lack and a half. Char- yeah, lack right. of character progression and the general style of at least Marcus was a huge drawback for me. Even though there were funny episodes, I just I couldn't. I had, I struggled through season three.
1: Groomy, I made a struggle to keep
3: interest through season three. And if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have (laughs) stopped. I mean, all right, that's just uh, what I think.
4: Uh, I want to have watched season one.
0: Well, that, that's kind of the
4: the
2: it's the kind the of the thing podcast. that I had behind this podcast is that I want no, to... Great. great. for myself, it's I want to watch shows I, that I wouldn't enjoy enjoyed watch. watching it for sure. Okay. Uh, well, I I think I'm going to be the lone wolf here, and I'm going to say... I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Um, and oh, I was one point underneath you. There you go. Um when when Aaron and I were talking about the show a couple of weeks ago, um, I think I might have used the phrase uh, "this show's on my Mount Rushmore of Britcoms." Mm. And um, I've actually I, I watched it through most of them again since that time. And I think I I, I might uh, walk that back a little bit. I like it. It's a good show. Um, I don't I don't know if I'd put it up at the best, uh, but it's uh, it's right down my alley. This is exactly That's- the kind of show that I like. It's not Black Books.
4: So um, for Black Books, are you going to give Black Books like a nine point eight?
2: Like books is the ten for me. No no no. Like for me I'd say Peep Show, because that that's just yeah, that's me. That's, that's my baby. Um I'd give I give yeah, I give Peep Show ten.
1: Uh, I i put Peep Show there at nine point
4: five nine. Without seeing Peep Show, I would I would make Peep Show a sitcom about <laughs> neighboring apartment complexes that share very close Windows. balconies. This is all of Vancouver. See
3: your day in life?
4: No, go to Vancouver or Toronto. Everyone's just looking at each other through their windows. Oh. All right.
1: Did they apologize immediately?
4: No, it's just kind of everyone's a creep.
2: Do you have like a like a pad and paper you can like send messages and be like, hey, like I'm about yeah. to jack it. Sure you can get one.
4: Hey, you think you could close your window or not look over here for twenty minutes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't have curtains, and I'm about to masturbate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. What you do is what you, do is you get really creepy with it. You sit right in front of the window, and then if they just keep watching, I mean, that's that's a uh, whole different...
4: That's what I would think Peep Show different. would be, just to bring it back around.
1: The Peep Show is actually... Okay, Jay, you give it the spiel. It's your show. Uh,
2: Peep, Peep Show is it's a sitcom about like two guys who live together that are kind of opposite personalities, but the, the gimmick about it is that everything is done... Every camera angle is always first person, so you're always in somebody's eyes and um, it it gives it a lot of creativity where they do bits where say one character is talking to another and you hear their the main characters you hear their internal monologue and sometimes that monologue is it's over what the person they're talking to is saying so they've been thinking about how they're going to respond and they haven't heard what the other person says (laughs) and so they're like oh shit you got a cover you know it's it's absolutely something that i
1: can identify with myself same same yeah. It's, a, it's a great show. It's you mystery.
4: mean it's relatable?
1: It's Absolutely. Very, it, it is very cringy. Um, oh,
2: but, yes. Like the most awkward situations on television. Yeah, uh, I, that, inbetweeners. I don't know. Inbetweeners ooh.
1: is close, a yeah. close, close, close uh, second for one of the cringiest shows I've ever seen in my life.
2: Like If I really did fill out my Mount Rushmore, it would probably be peep show Inbetweeners. Uh, there's a show I like a lot called Chef. Chef. And. Chef is wonderful, and then, oh, man, number four is tough. Uh, prob- maybe Black Books or IT Crowd.
3: Oh. Moving on to a slightly different genre, have you guys ever heard of a show called Legend of the Seeker? I think it's yeah, also it's BBC. good to see. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
3: it's a good show. In my opinion, got canceled early, but worth checking out. It's very fantasy-based. Also, in that line is Merlin. Merlin's solid.
4: Well, let's talk about what we want to watch. Uh, we've already done that, I guess. Well, okay, um, let's,
3: we're, we're gonna, it's only we're two gonna, seasons. Gonna, it's only yeah, two seasons. It's real short. It'll be really. 20 minute episodes. Um,
1: it, and it's a good one. It's a really, really solid show all around. So I'm excited. Was, whose suggestion was it? It was Jay's. I'll put it in. But I've,
2: I've got the list here that we made last year. I'll just go through it real fast. Uh, but we said Mixology, Community, uh, The Mick, Atlanta, The Good Place. John Claude Van Johnson, the Get oh. Down, Chickens, Mindhunter, Hunter, Mash, Riverdale, unspecified animals <laughs> um, Mirai Milka, Mira Nikki, yeah, that one. Uh, the Leftovers, Blasted Tempest, and Fargo.
4: Uh, I have to put double down on Mixology for the next for the next uh, watch. It's right. such a good all-encompassing single off series
3: i really want to see uh the john claude van damme show now. Yeah, that john john reminded me. That's, that's gonna awesome. be that's gonna be hilarious okay
2: well shall we set the the um the podcast for party down to be you want to say two weeks from now last weekend in february
3: yeah i'm, I'm cool with that okay so i'll be the 25th so, yeah it looks like the 25th uh that's gonna. I'm gonna be tight-pressed to watch all of it, but I'll do the best I can. I mean, there's only. Um, I think there's 16 episodes.
1: Maybe where two. do we
4: watch this? Hulu. 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 Hulu.
3: Hulu.
1: Yeah. It, it, it more episodes. Adam, we can watch a couple today too. Just kind of burn a couple.
3: Okay. Rest. Yeah. Um, to, very cool. Remember where I'm at. Well, gents, we've had another
1: successful uh, show review. Um, I guess our average though. So we have a three. A five point five, a seven, and an eight. Like 6. 6. I gave it a
4: four. I gave it a four. Yeah, I've got
1: Erica's a four. Okay. It's probably
4: a I six. enjoyed six. watching six.
1: it. So overall, the show club gave it a six. I just uh, had you, to.
4: I had to give anyone, it some headroom.
1: If anyone ever gives a listen to this, and you find the show clubs on the internet, <laughs> we, we also are, gave the Orville a six. <laughs> we also gave an Orville a six. So so far, we're. If the next show gets a six, then this is a. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad I
4: kept the average below beating Orville, because if Plebs beat Orville, I'd be very sorely disappointed.
1: Wow!
2: See, I, w- I would go the other way. Um, I'd be very disappointed if we rated Orville above Plebs, but... Uh, well, there we go. <laughs> That's
4: funny. Well, I'm glad we're both not disappointed, then. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: All yeah. right, well, gents, uh let's sign off. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.
4: And next we'll week for uh, Star Trek.
2: All right, see, oh, what? Star Trek? What? Star
1: Trek.
4: That was supposed to be the end, guys, and I was just like, leave everyone on a what? But you ruined it. Well, well we we, can always,
1: you can always cut it. How, how about this? Well, I'll just say oh, what simultaneously. We're
3: not going to edit this. We're not. <laughs> on no. on one. Three, two, one. What? What? Show tunes. Wow, that was not simultaneous at Didn't all. You say show tunes? Da, da,
1: da. Head hunting is a coward. That's
2: right.